1: There was something there that was so raw, where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that.
2: Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network, every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, this is David Frangioni, CEO and publisher of Modern Drummer Magazine. So excited about our new podcast, the Modern Drummer Podcast. This weekly podcast will bring Modern Drummer to life. Sit back and enjoy fresh, fun, and insightful conversations with today's top drummers, producers, musicians, beatmakers, and craftsmen. Whether you're a professional, a hobbyist, drummer, musician, programmer, producer, or just love music, this show is for you. Every other week, the Modern Drummer Podcast will feature world-renowned producer, songwriter, and drummer, Narda Michael Walden, Narda Michael Walden's Upbeat is featured exclusively on the Modern Drummer Podcast.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome into the Modern Drummer Podcast. This is Mike Dawson, managing editor for Modern Drummer. And this week, I am revisiting a conversation I had with my good friend, Mark Juliana. Back at the beginning of uh, when everyone got locked down, I was getting some of my closest and uh, greatest influences as drummers on Zoom to do talks about their top 10, whatever they wanted it to be. Uh, for Mark, he went with his top 10 albums. So this conversation we're going to drop in is, you know, his top 10 albums at the moment back in whenever that was, May. So I'm sure uh, if I caught him up today, he would have another 10 albums. But I thought it was a really cool list. Yeah, Mark is a very careful, um, thoughtful Artist, So he made sure to touch all of the bases throughout his history, uh, the records that mean the most to him, plus some other newer, um, maybe unexpected choices. So we're going to drop that conversation in in a bit. Um, If you're not familiar with Mark, we recently featured him in Modern Drummer in the November 2019 issue that was falling right on the release of his latest uh, beat music album, which you haven't checked that out. Highly recommend you go check out Beat Music, Beat Music, Beat Music. That's the name of the record that is Mark's, uh, you know, he wrote and produced and created that project. Uh, Kind of electronic inspired with some, you know, dub reggae, some improvisation. Really fun, really cool. Um, There's some kind of like uh, maybe some video game sounding inspired uh, textures. Really cool stuff. And then it dig deeper into his discography. Um, he has an awesome duo project with the legendary pianist Brad Meldell that's called Meliana. That record is amazing. Check that one out. Um, he's he's showing up on Donnie McCaslin records all the time, uh, Jason Lindner records. He's done some work with Modest Yahoo. His wife, uh, I believe she's just put out a new record or it's coming out soon, Gretchen Parlato. Um, that is set to be a big release coming out here. So anyway, um, Mark is an awesome modern drummer, one of my favorite people. One of my biggest influences and peers, and I'm lucky to call him my friend. Um, so here we go. Let's check out Mark Juliana's My Top Ten, and then we're going to follow that with a shop talk section on some cool microphones. So here is my conversation with Mark Giuliana on My Top Ten Albums. This week, I am welcoming my good friend and award-winning drummer, Mark Juliana. If you're not familiar with Mark's work, I recommend you check out his band. His electronic band beat music, his acoustic band. Mark Juliana Jazz Quartet, and a lot of his sideman work, most notably uh, David Bowie's Black Star, his duo with uh, Brad Meldow, Meliana, a bunch of other stuff. So we've got Mark here to share his top 10 albums. So without further ado, here's Mark Juliana. Hey,
3: everybody. Thanks for having me, Mike. Um, Hope you're well at home. Um, Yeah, so I guess we'll just jump right in. And, um, you know, this list, I feel like this this top ten list for me changes almost every day, but usually the top five uh, stays the same. It's pretty cemented. Um, number one um, isn't going anywhere, <laughs> and that's for sure. It's uh, John Coltrane, a Love Supreme. Uh, for me, this record—I I guess I heard it when I was in high school, and I didn't necessarily know what was going on then, but it it hit me in a way that definitely uh inspired me to try to figure out what was going on and um of course uh elvin jones is um uh, really one of my heroes and his playing on there is just magical and the whole band really jimmy garrison and mccoy tyner who we fortunately just recently passed away um but yeah, I, I maybe this is the record I've listened to the most in my life. I I keep returning to it every time I do. I hear new things, and yeah, what can I say? Um, yeah, uh, John Coltrane, Elvin Jones, my 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 favorite musical team for sure. So number two is actually a live album. It's uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers live at the Roxy. So this was 1976. And I'm a really big Bob Marley fan. You know, after Coltrane, it's probably Bob that I've heard the most. And, um, you know, really the entire discography from beginning to end is is incredible, incredible songs, incredible spirit, incredible message, um, incredible feeling and but for me this this moment in in the band's life is um is my favorite version and um yeah it was recorded right here in a little club not maybe not so little but here in Los Angeles and um it's yeah it's just amazing and and actually it's right off the heels just a month prior Rastaman Vibration got released uh, which is my favorite studio album. So this this period is really exciting for me, and of course it's Carlton Barrett on drums, Carlton Barrett and his brother Aston Family Man Barrett playing bass. Um, probably my favorite uh, bass and drum team. And again, yeah, I've I've worn this one out. It's uh, really incredible. Number three was recorded in 1967, came out 1968. Um, and it features a then 21-year-old Tony Williams. Um, this is Miles Davis Nefertiti. So, of course, this band, Miles' second great quintet with um, Wayne Shorter, who is from New Jersey, which is a very important detail, um, Herbie Hancock and Ron Carter. Really, again, the entire discography of this group is compelling, but for me, Nefertiti really stands out. And it's it's Tony's playing on the title track that really kind of changed my musical brain and made me think about um uh, how to play the drums with other musicians in in new ways. So um yeah, still definitely on my Mount Rushmore. All right, for number four, we'll take a little bit of a left turn. Um this record came out in 1996, and it's called Feed Me Weird Things by Square Pusher. So Square Pusher is a guy named Tom Jenkinson. And this was the first real electronic music that I had heard and fell in love with. Um, Tom is a bass player, but he's playing everything on the, on the recording, of course. And um, I just never really heard rhythms like this. I never heard uh, energy in this particular way. And these sounds were really unique. I remember my freshman year in college, a friend gave me a, a, you know, a burned CD uh, of this and, and really changed my life. Similar to when I heard, you know, John Coltrane the first time or Tony, I didn't really get it in my brain, but something was going on in my body. That the way it hit me, that I knew I needed to investigate it. So, that was really this record, Feed Me Where Things, was really a door that got kicked open and sent me down a whole new path. So, number five is a record by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers called Free For All. That was recorded in 1964. And, um, you know, there were many different versions of the Jazz Messengers, but for me, this is the one that resonates the most with me wayne shorter again and freddie hubbard and curtis fuller as the front line and you know mr blakey is a force to be reckoned with for sure and um you know particularly the second track hammerhead for me there's in the drum community there's lots of discussion about the shuffle and there's lots of mysticism around the shuffle um but i have to say for me this track hammerhead is the epitome of the shuffle and um you know his his relentless um you know attack of that groove is uh super inspiring and again this is one that i come back to all the time so now that we got through the top five for six through ten um i tried to diversify a little bit and i wanted to just speak about one of the records that was really important to me when I first started playing drums. Um, I started playing in 1995, so I was just listening to the radio and watching MTV. Of course, around that time and the years prior, um, you couldn't miss Nirvana. You know, they were one of my favorite bands and um, the record In Utero, so Nirvana In Utero, uh, that came out in 93. And when I first picked up the sticks and uh, started to, try to play along to some stuff. This was definitely one of my go-to records, you know, along with Nevermind or along with Super Unknown, Soundgarden, which I definitely could not play any of those songs, that's for sure. Um, Probably still can't because those are masterful parts. Anyway, shout out Matt Cameron. Um, Yeah, so Nirvana in Utero. For me, uh, one of my favorite drum parts of all time is track two, Scentless Apprentice. This is of course Dave Grohl, and that beat the that the way that song starts is just to me that's as hooky as any melody, as any chorus in any of those songs. You know, it's really incredible, and I actually find myself playing that beat quite often. Um, so there you go, Nirvana and Utero. So for number seven, we'll jump ahead a few years to two thousand one, and there's a record. Um, called Drux by Aphex Twin. This just as I was starting to wrap my head around SquarePusher, um, I discovered Aphex Twin and uh he equally blew my mind kind of out the other side. And uh still to this day, you know, both those guys are kind of the two pillars for me in in the electronic music world that I um love to investigate. And um, his name is Richard D. James. And similarly, he's, he's performing everything on the record. Um, and it's just fascinating. And again, uh, a lot of those things in regards to the drum set are technically impossible to achieve because it's not a drummer playing them and there might just be too much going on to actually pull it off in real time. But I did spend quite a bit of time trying to, <laughs> trying to pull it off and failing, happily failing. And I found that uh, the ways in which I would fail would actually lead to some interesting results. So um, I, um, yeah, it's, again, I I guess I'm saying it for every record, but I do return to this one a lot and it's always a strong source of um, inspiration. So number eight is a record near and dear to my heart. It's uh, by Brad Meldow. It's called Largo. So this was released in 2002, and for me, it was really the epitome of um, the, like the the musical worlds that influenced me the most. It was them coming together. So it was acoustic music and improvising, but with more of a beat culture and more you know, part-based playing from the rhythm section, if you'd call it that. It features Matt Chamberlain, features Jim Keltner on a couple tracks, and Brad's uh, drummer and his trio at the time, Jorge Rossi, amazing drummer. So, and there's even a couple tracks where a couple of the guys play together. And um, just to single out one, the the the, um, the title track, When It Rains, features this beautiful introduction by Brad, which you know, solo piano could seemingly be off of one of his trio records, but really when Matt comes in and that beat comes in um, it really uh, becomes its own new world. And, and that, that was huge for me because I was a big fan of Brad's before that, but I didn't necessarily understand that language or that vocabulary so well in the trio context, but to hear it in this New environment, I really started to be able to, you know, put this stuff together and uh, understand it a little better, I think. Um, and just, yeah, pro- produced by John Bryan, who's really a sonic mastermind. Um, incredible record. Amazing. All right. So for number nine, I wanted to try to think of something that came out in the last couple of years. And the first record that came to mind was LCD Sound System American Dream. So LCD Sound System was really active, um, you know, in the two thousands, and then they broke up for a while and reunited. And this is the record they made. This came out in two thousand seventeen, and the drummer is Pat Mahoney, great drummer. Um, and it's uh, James Murphy is kind of the um, the kingpin of the operation, and also the front man. But I got to, I met him because he. Um, When we were working on Blackstar, David invited him in uh, for one of the weeks. We did like three one week sessions and and James came in during one of the weeks as kind of producer idea guy um, and was super inspiring and great guy. And, you know, after hanging out with him, um, I really kind of dove into the LCD catalog. And this one American dream for me really stands out as great songs. And the production is incredible. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, one of my go-tos. And then number 10, um, is a bit different from the rest. It's, um, a record called Pal Monte by Adonis and Osain Del Monte. And this is a group based in Havana, Cuba. Um, And they are the premier Roomba ensemble right now. And when I was down in Havana last year, was it? Um, I got to see them live. Uh, My friends down there brought me to the club. I think the gig started at like, it went from like 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. And it was hands down one of the top three live music experiences I've ever had. And I can't even think of the other two. So maybe it's number one. <laughs> um, but just to be safe, I'll put it in the top three. Um, it's uh, it's very difficult to describe. And I am certainly not an expert. I I really hope you can go check this record out. It's just percussion and voice and dance, which unfortunately we can't see uh, when we're just listening to the record. But um, the band leader is Adonis, and he's a congero, but uh, at the live show mostly he's singing and, and kind of conducting the ensemble. Um, but it is just, yeah, it's... Um, to me, being there in that room... Um, it felt like this is what drums are. This is what drumming is. Um, it encapsulated, to me, it encapsulated all the history of living man and its relationship to rhythm, but also had a foot in today's contemporary music and even looking forward. Um, and the energy was just incredible, and really it's I'm at a loss for sufficient adjectives <laughs> to describe this music. Please check it out. I have been, again, it fits into that category of kind of don't know what's going on and I can't stop listening to it. And I, I just, I believe that um, some of the best learning takes place over time as just, you know, the music gets absorbed into your cells and it'll just start, start to resonate in a different way. Um, and I think that's why I usually, when I'm listening to something, I try to listen to my gut more than my brain. Cause if my body, um, is feeling something in a particular way, I know, I know I need to, you know, really get in there and see what's going on. So please check this record out.
2: All right. That was great. I hope you all got something out of that. There's 10 records there that, uh, if you haven't listened to, you absolutely should. There's a handful in there that I have never listened to. So I'm looking forward to checking those out. Uh, Before we let Mark go, he is just about to release or he has just released his uh, Patreon page. So, Mark, explain a little bit about what you're going to be offering. And I want to throw the link in below here.
3: Cool. Yeah, I I hope this Patreon page um, will just serve as pretty much like a, a behind the scenes look at my creative process I've been working on. Uh, recording both audio and video at home, so I've just been making some experimental videos and having a lot of fun with that. I'm excited to like really dive into that more and more, and then I'll have a couple Q and A's each month, so that'll be more of a direct exchange, and then even some one on one opportunities. So I'm really excited to see uh, where it can go.
2: Awesome! Look forward to checking out everyone again. Be safe. Um... Be sane and we'll see you in the next next episode thanks mark yes all the best thank you mike see you guys so there you have it mark juliana's my top 10 albums as of the this past spring i'm sure if i caught him today he would have at least a half dozen different choices for you but hope you got something out of that go back pause write down some of these um records i believe they're all available on Streaming services, or if you'd rather get a hard copy, they should be available at your favorite record store. Uh, dig into these. It's a wide range. It really gives a good good glimpse of who Mark Truliana is as an artist and where he's pulling all of his influences from to, to create his unique approach to the instrument. Um, I know the that Cuban percussion record I'd never heard before. That blew my mind, and I am way late to the party with Square Pusher, so checking out that record and some of the electronica stuff that he recommended has been changing my whole concept of of what drums and music and rhythm can be. So I want to thank Mark for that. Hopefully he got something out of it. At this point, we are going to shift over to our sponsorship. So we have to thank uh, Vibes, High Fidelity Earplugs, for sponsoring this episode. So go to um, www.discovervibes.com, and they will give you a discount of 15% off with free shipping if you use the promo code DRUM. Again, that's at discovervibes.com. Use the promo code DRUM, all caps if that matters, and get 15% off your order plus free shipping. These are very um, high-quality, non-custom-mold reusable earplugs. They're designed especially for musicians and for attending concerts. So instead of blocking the sound out, they reduce the volume to a safer, more comfortable level while still allowing you to hear every frequency very clear and clean. They are also virtually in, invisible because they have a clear shell. And each pair includes three sizes to ensure a comfortable fit with your ears. Uh, vibes are trusted by dozens of the country's top professional orchestras and college marching bands, as well as tens of thousands of drummers around the world. So if you're looking for some high-quality earplugs that can, you can be reused for every gig, every practice session, whenever you go to concert, I carry a pair of these with me in my pocket at all times. Check out Vibes High Fidelity Earplugs. Again, go to discovervibes.com. Use the promo code DRUM, D-R-U-M, and they will give you a 15% off your order plus free shipping. Check them out. Thank you, Discover Vibes. Now it is time for the shop talk section of the podcast. This week, we are checking out a package of microphones by SE Electronics that is called the V-Pack Arena Microphone Kit. This kit gives you a perfect set of mics for capturing punchy full full tones of a five-piece drum set. You get a bass drum mic that we'll dig into its features a little bit more, a snare drum mic, three clip-on Tom mics, plus a pair of small diaphragm condensers. If you're not familiar with SE Electronics, I recommend, or if you are familiar with them, but you haven't checked out their stuff yet, uh, let's just say that these mics have become the standard mics for my studio recording for the past, uh, I'll say, five or six months. They just sound really good. I don't need to have a ton of, you know, three mics on the bass drum anymore or feel like I need three mics on the snare drum anymore. Uh, They sound really nice. So what you get in this pack, um, first of all, let's talk about the price. You get the whole thing for $999. Think about that. You get three Tom mics, a snare drum mic, a bass drum mic, and a pair of condenser for overheads for under $1,000. Unheard of. So you get the V-Kick. You get the V7X snare mic. You get three of the V-Beat clip-on Tom mics and two of the SE8 uh, small diaphragm condensers and it comes in a nice case um, it's pretty fantastic so let's talk about the bass drum mic first it it's smaller than your standard bass drum mic but it's bigger than you know a regular mic a vocal mic it's a dynamic mic but it's small enough where it'll fit into just about any porthole size if you want to go inside the mic it's got a nice uh swiveling 90 degree casing so you can adjust the angle and what's really cool is it has two separate filters. So you can go from a classic sound to a modern sound in two different ways with different degrees of low end and mid scoop and high uh, attenuation. Um, the, so the classic setting, if you have both filters for the classic setting, it just basically captures what your drum sounds like in the room with no hyped up low end or hyped up highs. Or you can tweak those to the modern settings and get a real, real clean, uh, distinct attack play modern rock or other styles that need that. So having two of those versions, you can look at the brochure to get, you know, the frequency curve of those two filters, but having two of those was made this mic super, super versatile. Um, it's my new favorite bass drum mic. And then the, okay, what's the next one? The V7X is a super cardioid dynamic mic that uh, they designed. Well, they suggest you use on the snare drum. Super cardioid means it has a very focused um, polar pattern, very focused direction, which means less bleed from the hi hat and other drums into this mic. It's a little bit bigger than the Shure SM57, but I had no trouble getting it placed where I wanted it above the, you know, above the snare drum and under the hi hat. Really great snare drum mic. Again, clean, balanced sound. I didn't feel like I needed a bottom side mic or anything else with this. It just kind of works and sounds really nice. Um, the V-Beat Tom mics, these are very cool because the, they come with a V-clamp, which is a much more sturdy version of a clamp for for Tom mics. It has a metal post, adjustable um, thumb screws. Uh, but the mic itself captures a very natural, full, punchy, uh, with minimal bleed tone. It made the drums just sound great. Small rack toms, big floor toms, high-tuned, low-tuned, Again, it kind of just captures the drum as it sounds. Easy to position, stayed in place, great microphone. The SE8 small diaphragm condensers. um, They were probably my least favorite of the pack. Um, For whatever reason, they weren't perfectly matched level-wise, so I had to adjust the gain independently of each one a little bit. But um, for the pair, they're $500 microphones for a pair. Again, that's $250 for a small diaphragm condenser. Pretty unheard of. They still sound really, really good once I got the levels matched and, you know, I put them in an XY position as the overheads. They just sound really good. Not super hyped, not super, you know, crispy, shrilly sound, not too woofy. Just a kind of clean, nice, balanced of the overall kit. It did capture some nice fullness from the toms and snare. Um, not much from the bass drum, but that's expected. So really, you know, good quality insanely affordable small diaphragm condensers. Um, if I was going to upgrade my setup, the first thing I would do from this would probably get some larger diaphragm condensers from SE Electronics to fill out the overheads a little bit more. But for just a quick setup where you want basically to capture the symbols, or for live when you want you know just a small microphone to place in the overheads, they are pretty amazing. So this whole pack is really kind of blowing me away. Uh, again, like I said, I've been using it five, six months for every session. And I haven't felt a need to swap anything out yet. All right. So in this demo, we are going to, I'm going to play the full kit. Um, it's a, a full, it's a bebop kit, 18 inch bass drum, 10 inch Tom, 14 inch Tom, 14 inch snare, a couple cymbals, and a hi-hat. I've got all the mics on. So you're going to hear the full mix, no EQ, no compression. And then I'm going to solo each mic. So you probably want to reference the video if you're only watching, if you're only listening to the audio version of this podcast. But you'll hear that I solo each mic and you can kind of hear the amount of bleed that's in each one. Hopefully that gives you a good idea of what these mics can do. So if you're in the market for an all-in-one microphone kit, check out the v Pack Arena from SE Electronics. And let's get to the demo. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Thank you, everybody, for watching this week's Modern Drummer Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode exclusively on Podcast One. Until then, stay safe and healthy, and thanks for listening
0: and watching.